What's going on, y'all? It's Adrian. Welcome back to another Walk and Talk. It is day two, three of the Mile Day Challenge, the second episode of Walk and Talk. Um, yesterday we did the first one, talked about the podcast, where it's been, where my thoughts have been, and um, where um, I think it's going to be going in the next few months or, you know, this year. So, yeah, today I wanted to just chat about, you know, um, something <laughs> on my mind and one thing that's been on my mind a lot has been spider-man no way home um spider-man in general but particularly as most of you hopefully know spider-man um no way home released in december of last year of uh, last you know last month um and it was amazing i'm a big spider-man fan for those who don't know i was born in queens new york and that's where spider-man's from and so most of my life i grew up loving spider-man spider-man was like my hero um that and and batman apparently um but as i grew older you know spider-man became more and more like my guy because i was from queens he was from queens and he was a kid he's one of the most relatable superheroes out there because he's a kid trying to balance being a hero and being a student and um like sometimes we can feel that way um even though we're not superheroes you know i have to say right now i just gotta keep give you guys a little insight on how my walk's going so far it's a little bit sunnier than it was yesterday and uh it's a really beautiful sunset tonight and uh yeah i get to see it for most of my walk um and uh, hopefully i learned yesterday i need to slow my pace down because well, I was kind of walking fast because I wanted to get home faster because it was cold. But um, today, I'm going to try to slow my pace so I'm not super labored breathing. But uh, I definitely still will be labored in my breathing. So yeah, back to the topic of Spider-Man. I'm a big nerd when it comes to Spider-Man. I, I watched all the Spider-Man movies growing up. I don't know if I saw them in theaters, per se, all of them. But I definitely um, watched all... I had all of them on DVD... Especially the Tobey Maguire ones. Andrew Garfield, I do remember seeing in the theaters. And Tom Holland, I definitely wasn't in the theaters. Premiere night, or like, premiere day. Um, every time those movies release. Because he was my favorite iteration of Spider-Man. Because he was a kid. He seemed like a kid. Like, Tobey and Andrew just kind of didn't sell me on the idea that they were supposed to be teenagers. They just, I mean, granted they both kind of started their hero's journey like a senior in high school. So it kind of made sense. But, um, you know, in in, in um, the comics, and Spider-Man was always like a high schooler for a long time. And that's all he was, a high schooler. Then he got into college and that was like a big part of the journey of being a fan of Spider-Man. And um, I don't feel as if we got enough of that in the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield movies. Um, I should say, too, um, this episode, spoiler warning for Spider-Man No Way Home. If you haven't watched it, don't talk. I mean, stop listening because, uh, yeah, this is going to spoil some of the movie. So here's your warning. Last chance. We're going to talk about this movie now. Um, but yeah, so to, but but Tom, we really got to see him in his like sophomore year. 
uh, go to junior year, and then he goes into senior year in this movie, and, um, like, you know, we really grew up with him. He started when he was 19. Tom Holland started Spider-Man when he was 19. Yeah, technically, he was already out of high school in his real-life age, but, you know, he still looked young enough to pass off a high schooler, and it was great. So, I think they did an amazing job with Spider-Man, um, Tom Holland's uh, iteration of Spider-Man, because we really got to see what, uh, you know, we really got to grow up, grow up with uh, Tom Holland's Peter Parker and see his struggle in becoming his own hero. And, um, and in this movie, he really makes that transition to being his own hero and not like an Iron Man prodigy, you know? Which I didn't have much of an issue with, like some people do, because like, oh, it's just Iron Man Jr. Like they didn't, he's not Spider-Man, blah, 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 whatever. Haters gonna hate. Now, with this film, was my favorite Spider-Man film of all time, near uh, just beating um, Into the Spider-Verse, which was like at the top um, of my Spider-Man movies, or like sharing top with No Way, uh, Far From Home. But No Way Home was just like really special, but it really wouldn't be special if we had not gotten Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man first, because they were obviously for those of you who are watching this know we're a big part of no way home and uh if it wasn't for having them already it wouldn't make this movie half as nostalgic if it just brought different spider-man that we didn't know it wouldn't be very special you know but because we had these heroes return um to their old roles and uh kick ass at it and let me say, um, Andrew Garfield was amazing in this film, and um, sold didn't steal the show, but you know, um, it was still very much Tom Holland's movie. But uh, Andrew Garfield, really, I think it was like the best we've seen him as Spider-Man and Peter Parker in this movie, because I don't know, it was just was really good. Um, and Sarah and I recently just. Uh, like, we, I watched this movie, No Way Home, three times. The first time, I watched it by myself, premiere night. The second time, I watched it with Sarah. And then, like, the third time, we watched it, like, I think, just before New Year's Eve. And I was like, okay, we're going to watch this. But before we watch it again, I want to see at least uh, Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and then Amazing Spider-Man 2. And, uh, you know, because those are the main movies that the three villains, well, there's really five of them, come from, and, uh, yeah, it was really great to see that, because when you watch it the third time, you see how flawless the performances were of, um, William Defoe and Alfred Molina, because they literally, it's as if they picked up from where they left off in their movies, and you forget that it's been almost, tw it's been 20 years almost 20 years for both of them, 20 years for William Defoe as a goblin, and um, and Alfred Molina last played Doc Ock in, 27, um, in, in 17 years ago. So, it just, it, it just like, it just makes you want to clap for their performance in that movie even more because of how talented of actors those two are. So, yeah, that, 
the villains made it really great. The return of the two heroes made it really great. But the best performance of the entire movie was Tom Holland. Look, this is very much Tom Holland's movie. And like I said, he killed it in the way he, like, showed his rage, his emotion, and become a more mature uh, decision-making Spider-Man um, that we did not see in the first two movies because he was so, I don't know, feeling like he's living in the shadow of Iron Man. And so it was really cool to see that transition into who he was. And, you know, when May died, oh, heartbreaking. When they first met up together um, on top of the Midtown High's see, uh, roof, like, that was heartbreaking. Um, but it was just beautiful to kind of see them all together and grieve. Because for the first time, they probably see, feel so seen and understood that no one else, in the way that no one, like, even their loved ones could see or understand them because they're the same person you know um, going through similar situations of losing loved ones and having to deal with the villains and balance of life um, and hero work and uh, I think it was amazing I think it was just a very beautifully written movie and um, you know it's Hollywood's best kept secret or, or worst kept secret rather that <laughs> Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be come back in this movie, but I continued to deny it until I saw it because I didn't want to be disappointed, you know? So when I first watched it, I have to say that I, I was like, I was like, is this the best movie yet? I was kind of like hard to like admit to it until I watched it the second time. And I was like, all right, no, there's just no way. Because like I first wanted to, to like, if they were to bring in the Spider-Man, like Toby and Andrew, I would love to see a fight sequence between the three of them because like it's probably really confusing and disorienting to be where they are, like, you know, into a different dimension and suddenly you're not the only Peter Parker who was Spider Man. Like, yeah, I'd be catching some fists too. Like I'd be throwing some hands. But um I thought that would be really cool to see. Just a short little fight sequence between them. Till they like gain each other's trust and, you know, obviously become friends but didn't happen it's okay I'm not mad at it um I just I mean I'm really because if it, it had not happened that way we wouldn't have gotten that mid that midtown rooftop scene that was completely amazing I think that the way they did it, it was like the best way they could have done it because again it's just really good well done so as a as a spider-man fan I feel like I'm a little bit biased on here and um, but I'm a huge Marvel fan, and um, Endgame is my number one movie. Well, was my number one movie until I saw this one, and it took me some time to kind of wanting to admit that it was true. But dang, I think Spider-Man: No Way Home is the best Marvel movie in the MCU. Period. Um, only because there's never been another um, solo hero film that generated this much hype and excitement and these numbers ever. Like the the probably the next one before this um, was maybe was probably Black Panther. The way they were able to 
market this film in a way that you know still kept it secret by also like having this anticipation hopeful anticipation for for the other spider-man to be there because you're bringing the villains but you don't show the heroes too it's like hmm like now i i'm like intrigued and i want to see it and you're touching on nostalgia of all the millennials out there who love spider-man and um you know there's always the debate of who's better um tom holland uh, or andrew garfield or toby mcguire and um you put them all together and it's like just well done um i think they even you know there's like rumors that they purposefully leaked some stuff from the film like the video there's a video of andrew garfield on a blue screen with a spider-man outfit that was brand new from this film and they're like um people said it was photoshop it was just a lot of free marketing you know and hype and um i think it turned out for the best i think it ended up being like again the it became the best thing you know the first movie to reach a billion since the pandemic that's a huge huge accomplishment so that's why um numbers wise it's the best movie but also why i think it's the best spider-man movie of all time so yeah if you also love spider-man or marvel i love to do these kind of have these kind of conversations with people so if you want to talk to me chat with me i'd love to do that we should do that more um because it's just like, you know, I think movies, especially hero movies, um, have a way to help us kind of realize our um, what we're capable of doing um, and overcoming certain, like, you know, be villains or temptations and stuff like that. Um, I think movies are able to do that and help us, inspire us in different ways. Um, and I think this movie really like showed the importance of sacrifice um, for the better of others, you know, like that sacrificial love, like that Peter showed um, NJ and Ned, um, knowing that the only way to save not only the universe um, was to let everyone forget who he was. And imagine how lonely he felt, like my heart broke at that not even at the scene where where he peter does, decides not to tell mj who he is um which that scene did break me a bit especially because she was wearing the necklace that he gave him still like ouch stabbing the heart um so who gave her that necklace does she think i don't know is it spider-man you know like there's a lot of questions as to what people actually remember in place of is it like instead of Peter they remember Spider-Man you know because happy at the, the scene with happy is what made me cry and when um, really hard when he said I knew um, it's like how'd you know her and you know when he asked her how'd you know her it's like I know her through Spider-Man and he said same here so like does everything that people know um, of Peter just get replaced with Spider-Man like, because they still know him as the Avenger who helped save the world with the Avengers, right? So, like, if if he was suited and just showed his face and took off his mask, 
and told you know, like MJ him happy Doctor Strange who he was they would remember right like it would be that it, it should be that easy but still it breaks my heart to to like know that he doesn't have like the friends and support that we all desire especially because you know Sarah and I are in a place where not to say that we're completely alone and know nobody because we do we have my great co-workers met some great friends at some small groups but it's not the same from being close to home back in Florida and uh, I kind of know that feeling of like feeling alone and not having a community to rely on um like it's it's hard so not only does he not have people he can like Peter have any like not only does Peter not have anybody to talk to he literally doesn't have a single person that knows who he is and it's just like dang um that just kind of broke my heart so that's what I've been thinking about a lot and cry- whenever I think about the movie I'm like damn like where are they going to take this film because it is it is exciting to see how they're going to do the next three films um and he gets to be his own hero and going to college and you know all that stuff whoa whoa whoa! i almost slipped again guys whoa that was a bad one same spot where i almost slipped yesterday um but yeah anyway i've been talking for a while but this movie was amazing it broke my heart um in all the right places <laughs> um, and I can't wait to see it again and to own it on DVD and watch it over and over and over again um, but if <laughs> there's so much more to say I don't want to end it here but I have to I've been talking too much so hope you guys enjoy today's episode of walk and talk with Adrian hope these um, episodes feel a bit more intimate than the podcast hope you all enjoy it uh, follow us on social media uh, support us by using our affiliate links for be a heart Get yourself something nice for your friends or family, whatever. And um, if you don't mind, subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, leave us a rating on our podcast channel on, uh, what is it called? Apple Podcasts. Follow and subscribe everywhere else. Living Ardently on Instagram. Living Ardently POD on TikTok. And until the next Walk and Talk, which will be tomorrow, keep living ardently. Peace.